Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. That is right. I am here with my son, DMJ Cologne, baby. That's right. Say, yeah, people, I'm here. New Day Rocks. 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 That is right, y'all. That is right. I am here. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here doing the podcast from the mother-in-law's again. That is right, y'all. That is right. Came to fix her house up a little bit, help her out with some things. Later on, I'm going to get the couch. I'm about to feed MJ. Yes, that is right. Let these people know what time it is. What time it is, MJ. That's right. It's time for all things wrestling. Yeah. We are WWE World Tag Team Champions. Y'all. Uh, it's great. Good, pretty good uh, Saturday. Pretty good. Uh, doing all good though. We doing all good. You know, uh, working on certain things. You know, hey babe, I'm, I gave MJ the bottle. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's good. Everything's good. We just you know spending the Saturday with uh. On my wife's mom and uh and just enjoying this beautiful weekend. Um I bought a bought a wine last night, the same wine I always buy. It was great actually. Um you know, uh it's been all good. I did the Cologne Family Podcast late last night. That was a huge success, so go check that out. Um but yeah, I've been, I've been good. I've been just, you know, you know, daddy duties, husband duties, and just work duties as well during these tough times. Um, it's it's definitely, ladies and gentlemen, it is definitely, absolutely, positively, a what a time it is to be alive. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all. Money in the Bank is a few weeks away, and after the news we got about Money in the Bank last night, I cannot wait. I cannot wait until Money in the Bank. But before we jump into Money in the Bank, before we jump into Raw, before we jump into SmackDown, NXT, before we jump into all of those good stuff, your boy, you know me, I'm going to have to jump on Rounda, 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 Rounda. That's what we should call her now, Rounda. Because you're around, you're beating around the bush, Rounda Rousey. We will talk about Rounda Rousey, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Because, uh, you know, your boy was going to bring it up either way, one way or another, via Instagram, via Twitter, via Facebook, Snapchat, no matter what, I was going to bring it up. Because Rounda Rousey, whether it, I don't think uh, people are saying it's not a work. Um, 
I don't think it is because she didn't go after a specific superstar. She just said wrestling is fake. Um, Ronda Rousey, we understand that wrestling is, uh, you know, it's some of it is fake. It's called sports entertainment for a reason. But uh, when you get punched to your mouth and you, and you you have teeth fall out or you're bleeding or your nose breaks, um, yeah, people, uh, no, not everything is fake. So uh, I I definitely found that funny. Um, I, I found it disrespectful as well, just to the wrestling community because we know all we know is our fans. As a, rest, a wrestling fan, or this wrestling family, we are so, we are probably one of the controversial fans ever. Like, yeah, one thing you will not do is disrespect wrestling. We might be able to, but for Ronda Rousey to do it, no. Plus, she wasn't, and I think it's jealousy, maybe. Maybe she's upset. You know, fans really, the fans really didn't like Ronda Rousey. You know, and I mean, I don't blame them. What are you laughing about, MJ? You know, uh, Ronda Rousey sometimes just couldn't get over uh, with the fans. Um but that was Ronda Rousey's fault. That had nothing to do with wrestling or WWE um, or anybody there. It was just, just her. She did not have it in her. Especially when we know the real Ronda Rousey, the one that was in UFC, she was a badass. She didn't take shit from nobody. And then the Ronda Rousey we see in the WWE, she was a good, good, good person. She was only, always kissing ass and doing this, doing that, so, uh, yeah, it, it didn't seem right, it did not seem right, so, you know, maybe that has something to do with it, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, uh, I just know is this is what I do know, people, you have to be ready to, to deal with the consequences if um you say something like that, like wrestling's fake. All right, how about the movies you watched? Uh, the fight that you were going to fight this girl, but you just ran away. Or if you were going to fight this guy, and you just walked away. Um, how about the movies, the music, uh, your life in general? Every, there's some, some con- concept in your life, uh, something... There's something fake about it. So I don't want to hear, oh, wrestling's fake. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. When you got blood coming out of your your, your nose, your mouth, top of your head, um, you know, and I'm not going to say, yeah, wrestling is 100% real. No, because we know it's not true. Um, but, but when you can sit there and... Watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, uh, Backlash, whatever it is. It could be a pay-per-view from 30 years ago. 
when you can sit there and watch that pay-per-view and you can you feel like this is real, like the story that they're putting out there for you for the hero or the or the villain to conquer whoever they're facing and it feels so real like when Brock Lesnar broke the Undertaker streak that that that's a story that's been brewing for so many 20 plus years and for WWE just to end the streak at WrestleMania 30 the Brock Lesnar people were in tears people were in shock people could not believe what they were seeing and you're going to tell me Oh, wrestling's fate, blah, 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 blah. I'd rather be at home with my fa- pleasing my family than pleasing the fans. I under I'm I'm not mad at you. I'd be doing the same thing. I'd rather please my family than please my fans. But there's one thing I'm going going to tell you is that us fans, we are loyal as hell. We we are a ride or die. If <laughs> somebody on Twitter Calls you out for something, a mistake you made. You just gotta deal with it, cause that's how us as WWE fans. That's how we are. We're probably the meanest fans you will probably ever meet, and it does not bother me, cause you know what? At the end of the day, it's like me, my podcasting. I might get criticized or whatever. Um, people are gonna criticize. I I don't give a flying f. I don't. Criticize me all you want, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the only people I have to make happy is my wife and my son. Whether I'm a hundred miles, a thousand miles, or ten different ten countries away from them, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm bringing in that money, I'm bringing in happiness. Everything will work out, people. Everything will work out. So I don't want to hear about oh poor Rhonda. Yeah, she has the right. Yeah, she does have the right to not please fans. But if this isn't an isn't a work, then Rhonda, you might have just you might have just gotten more hated than Hulk Hogan. You know I and it's. It's a tough situation because we don't know what's going on. Some, like I said, some people say it's a work. Some people say it isn't. Um, but at at the end of the day, what, what what shows on that TV screen? Yes, not all of it is a hundred percent real. But I will. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Once you and another woman that you just had a match with, or if you end up coming back to WWE, once you guys go into that locker room, oh, it's 100% real. And it's also 100% real. She can whoop your ass. I'll tell you that right now. So I don't want to hear about how it's, uh, how it's fake, how it's real. Please, you guys watch these action, these horror movies, and most of the time, 90% of the time, they're not real. So, and you're like, well, no, it's a movie. Well, some movies are based on true stories. So, uh, so I feel like, you know, if if us as fans, if this is what we like to do, if this is what we like to watch, to spend our time doing, it does not matter. 
I feel like don't ruin that for other people. What if my son was eight years old right now and I had put on that Ronda Rousey interview without not, without knowing what she was going to say and I'm sitting there listening, listening to it, watching it, and Ronda Rousey's like, yeah, wrestling's fake. And my son looks at me like if I just told him that Santa Claus is not real. How do you explain that to an eight-year-old child? You don't. You just say, well, uh, I don't know what you want me to do, I guess. Or you explain it to them at the best way you can. Oh, yeah, you see? That, that would be his reaction. That would be his reaction. Because Ronda Rousey just ruined my son's childhood. You know, um, I eventually, like me, I eventually found out that wrestling was fake, and you know, I took I took it as a champ. I wasn't too happy about it, but I I did take it as a champ. Um, I was heartbroken at first. Uh, I definitely stopped watching for a while. Um, but it was it wasn't only like um, it wasn't only the the reason I was fake. It was just. There wasn't like that much going on in WWE at the time, so um, it's it's. But now, like, and then when I came back, I had came back like I had just like missed WrestleMania thirty, but you know I was back on my feet and stuff. So, um, but ever since then, I just like been watching it, been watching it. I played. All 2K video games, you know. I'm a WWE fan for life to the day I die. We all know wrestling is fake. Yeah, it's just like the reality shows you watch. No, they're real. Yeah, you see? They actually punch the person Yeah. for real. He's still drinking? Yes, and so does the WWE. So, you see, and this is the people we have to deal with, people. The people that say that WWE is fake, but they'll they'll start crying when they watch a movie. Yeah, I cry when I watch a movie. So, or they get angry because the, the the person will or don't die in a horror movie. So, so people, all I have to say is, like I like I was saying, wrestling is not a hundred percent real, but it is not a hundred percent fake. Storylines might be. Every, but, everything's fake. No. They might hit each other for real, but everything's made up. So the blood and all that, the broken noses, the I concussions. Said, I said they might hit themselves for real. Mm -hmm. Everything else is fake. I'm not talking about how they hurt no, themselves. No, no. But if, people... If you punch someone, there's bound to be blood. Like, that's ridiculous. Obviously, the blood is real. But people, like I was saying, um... And then at this conclusion comes to Ronda Rousey is just an effing idiot. She's an idiot. She never even belonged in WWE. But she was on I, I was the one. What? She was on the setter? Yes. I was the one. I Me, when I first seen her at the Royal Rumble, I was against it. Because UFC fighters do not deserve, and I'm sorry, but they don't deserve to be in WWE. Because well, they, they get a free pass. 
No, you got to work your way up as hard as people like Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, um, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, all these, all these. Not, not right now. So, I mean, unless it's like I said, unless it's a work trying to build up a rivalry for WrestleMania or something like that, I understand. But if this isn't, I hope the woman's locker room beats the living shit out of her. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, we wrestling fans, we are the worst fans. We will come for you and everything you love. Don't say that. We will, we will disrespect every single thing you love. Because that's us wrestling fans. We are the most loyal. We are the most passionate wrestling fans ever. So, yeah. Oh, and congratulations to my boy, Roman Reigns. He's having another set of twins. Oh, thank you. Not you. He's not with you. I keep telling you this. He is with me. Just you don't see him because he doesn't want you know, us to break up. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> congratulations to Roman Reigns and his wife. This They will be having, officially be having five kids in total. So, um, the quarantine has helped them. Eight, okay, eight. Oh, he's not with you. Anyways, people. Well, going back to the to the wrestling, the wrestling stuff. Um, one of the things too, like I remember back then, it was like kind of foolish to be like a wrestling fan because it was like kind of nerdy. But now it's different nowadays. Something's definitely different. You see more people out, more outspoken about it. There has, especially since you have like all these famous people with social media, they they talk about it a lot more. Um, I'm not so ashamed of it now. I can actually acknowledge and be happy that I'm a wrestling fan. My birthday theme the other almost a month ago was about WWE, so I'm okay with it. I am perfectly fine. And there's nothing to be ashamed about. That's why MJ, he's going to be the perfect wrestling fan. Not cheering for Ronda Rousey. Because she is the ultimate disgrace to the WWE world. <laughs> they should kick her out. I want them to kick her out. She's not working right now. Why is she not working? Because the fans are too mean to her. So... So she'll rather be pleasing her family, which I say, I mean, you wasn't pleasing the fans anyways. That's why they didn't like you, because you weren't good enough for us. Poor girl. Yeah, she might have won a championship, but if it was up to us fans, we would have gave it to somebody else, because she, we feel like she does, she didn't deserve it. All right, you were great at UFC or whatever. But you have to learn the basics. You have to be great at WWE. You can't just come in and... I mean, it's up to, like I said, it's up to WWE. But you can't just come in and be like, yeah, I won, I won a championship in a couple months. And then you lose it and you just like disappear for a whole year. And now she's talking about wrestling fake. Yes. But not 100% fake. <laughs> But I'm going to move on. I will move on. 
Um, there's a lot of things going on that has been going on in the WWE world. Um, oh my goodness, uh, it's been a sad week in WWE. Um, the great Fink has uh, passed away, age 69. Rest in peace to the Fink. Um, one of the greatest announcer of all time in the world and for WWE people, you don't know how good it feels when somebody wins or even wins a championship or just wins a match and you hear them and new WWE champion. It, it was the best the best voice you can ever hear. The Fink, the great Fink, was the best thing there is and that there will ever be. May him may his soul rest in peace. Uh the WWE paid a tribute to him. He he was definitely one of the best. Um he died? Yes, he died. Um he was great. He was great. Um, I mean, there's so much you could say about that great man. Um, Roman Reigns said the Fink was contacting me a couple days ago and said that Roman needed to take care of his health, and now the Fink is gone. So, and so many other people have said so many great things, and it shows you how great of a man he really was. He helped so many people out. He did so many things around the wrestling world, and it's definitely a sad week. Um, but that's not that's like one of the saddest parts to what has all been going down this week. Um, WWE has released a whole bunch of wrestlers, producers. Um, it's unbelievable. It's probably this will definitely go down in history as like one of the, a, a sad week in WWE, um, just cause this whole, uh, coronavirus, um, just all the releases and stuff like that, it's unbelievable, um, we never thought we'd get to the stage in life, but here we are, we're, uh, dealing with so many things right now, um, you know, you have Zack Ryder, Kurt Angle, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, um, EC3, you had an emotional emotional video from Drake Maverick. That dude, he's a, he's a hell of a dude. He he he's a he's a oh man. He means so much. To, you can ask this dude about anything about wrestling, and he will. He knows all the champions. He knows every main event of WrestleMania. He did so much for the 24-7 championship at the beginning. He's done so much for the cruiserweights. Um, he's a company man. He's what WWE is made to be. You look at WWE, you could say a Roman Reigns. You could say The Rock. But people, at the end of the day, a lot of people won't say a Drake Maverick. It's he's definitely that. That's one of people. Once 
this all clears up and WWE starts having money flowing, that's one of the guys that will definitely be back in WWE. No doubt about it. And it it was confirmed right there. Him just bawling his eyes out. It's 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 sad, but some of these things have to happen if we want to try and keep having content out there. Um, and even if we don't, this still has to happen because. If you're not, you can't pay these wrestlers. These wrestlers ain't gonna fight for free. They might want to, but WWE probably won't allow it, and probably can't. So, um, it's just right now. It's just you know prayers and just hoping this can all be over in a month or two, and we don't have any more releases, and we can just focus on on the future. You know, we got money in the bank coming up. We have a uh, Guys, there's so much things going on right now, and we can say, yeah, we, we, we'll enjoy it still, <laughs> but no, look look at right now, those releases, uh, Fate Dying, um, Ronda Rousey making those unnecessary comments, Roman Reigns not wrestling right now, and WWE doesn't want his name mentioned on TV. Um, there's so many things going on. And the world still takes it as a joke. Um, we have to start taking things a little bit more serious. Because uh, this is real. Um, you know, you have you have so many people losing their lives, losing their jobs. I mean, I can only imagine how, what are the homeless doing? How are they able to to live right now? Because you think about the stay-at-home orders. How is that working for the homeless people? I haven't heard nothing about them. So you just got to, you know, we got all have to be united right now. As a front. Um, and it uh, doesn't mean, yeah, we'll get united. We'll have a little get-together in my house. And we'll have 300 people there. No. We can do Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, lives. Um, we can just give somebody a call, a text message. Just to make sure they are all right. If you have to go run an errand for your parents, your grandparents. Um, get some toilet paper, toothpaste, whatever it is. You go get that. But don't do unnecessary stuff that will risk you and the people you love their lives. Please don't. And that's my fear. Every time I go to Walmart, I go Sam's Club, wherever we go, gas station, I just say, God, I please don't let this sickness come into my home. I have a gorgeous wife. I have a, a beautiful baby boy. And I couldn't imagine them having it and not knowing what could happen tomorrow, you know? So that's what I say. He's been drinking his bottle for 30 minutes. And I don't know what's going on. It's because uh, I'm talking, so he's, like, more focused on me. But, yeah, guys, right now, this isn't the time to be 
having a good time. Um, I mean, yeah, w, you can say, well, why don't you tell WWE that WWE, Florida, the Florida governor named WWE in a such a workplace, all right? Um, I, that's out of my hands. Do I feel like they should still be wrestling? Absolutely not. Will they? Absolutely. I'm not Vince McMahon. Uh, at the end of the day, you still got to make money. Um, and there's really nothing we can do to stop them. They're just going to keep on filming, keep on working, trying to bring out content for us and for themselves. And we just, all we can do is enjoy it. Because if at least we have something, at least we have something can, that can distract us from everything else that's going on in the world right now. Would it be nice to have NBA, NBA, NFL, MLB, um, XFL, uh, hockey? Absolutely. Absolutely. But at least we have wrestling. You know, I got Monday nights, uh, Wednesday nights, Friday nights, um, and then I have, I have on um, Sundays once or twice a month. You know, they're still doing the pay-per-view. I actually thought Money in the Bank was going to get canceled, but it didn't. So we'll see the outcome of that. I think it will be a great pay-per-view. I really do. I really do. I think WWE is pulling out all the stops by doing it at the WWE headquarters. Um, and I believe it's going to be a huge show. Somebody definitely, I believe, will cash in. But we'll get in, into more of that when um, when it's time for the pay-per-view show. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, enough of all this. Um, if you're around the Rousey fan, I'm sorry. It's just something that should have never been said. Let's run my ad and we'll talk about more. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast right now. Yes, 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 yes. That is right. But don't forget, last night I did the Cologne Family Podcast. You will not want to miss a second of that podcast. It was it was great. Me and my wife, we talked about so much things. Uh, and MJ barely cried. So it was a, a, a successful episode. That's right. Um, people, you're not going to want to miss a second. This episode is very... Very intense. But if you want to get more intense, go listen to the Cologne Family Podcast. Subscribe to both of these. Go subscribe, share, like. Send to your friend. Send to your wife, your girlfriend. It don't matter who. Just send it. Even to your grandmother, go send it. Yeah, let them know, NJ. Let them know. Um, People, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? All right, y'all, I'm back. Um, yeah, if anybody felt disrespected about what I said about Ronda Rousey, I'm sorry. Um, but I, had, I feel like it's something that has to be said. I'm not too happy about it. I had almost a week to just, like, think about it. And it's just, like, it's stuff that does not need to be said, especially at these times right now. Um, I, I, at the end of the day, I'm working. I'm doing a work, and I believe she's doing a work. I believe she's just getting ready to make her fulfilled return to WWE. But um, if it's to dethrone Becky Lynch, that's not what we want. Hopefully not.
Um, also, uh, let's just, uh, we're going to go in. We're going to dive into Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, y'all. We're going to talk about all that right now. And we're going to talk about how Drew McIntyre might have a new challenger for his WWE championship at Money in the Bank. That's right. We're going to talk about all that. Sorry, guys. I'm like doing the podcast, and then I'm here uh, feeding my son. So, uh, and who who do you know would do this? No one. That's right, because I'm the man. I'm your boy, D. Mark Cologne with DMJ. DMJ Cologne. Um, well, let's talk about it. WWE Raw results. WWE champion Drew McIntyre opened the show in the ring. Um, you know, he was thanking his fans for his support. Um, discussing the situation, which defeating Brock Lesnar. Uh, at WrestleMania 36, then having to beat Big Show 20 minutes later, um, he's already, like, McIntyre is already showing what a great champion he is from his promo just to doing phenomenal things. Um, Man, it's, it's definitely unbelievable. Drew McIntyre is that man, yo. But um, before, like... Uh, McIntyre can get into who deserves a shot at his title. Andrade interrupted with his manager, Zelina Vega. Um, McIntyre did admit he remembered Andrade beating him for the NXT championship and injuring him in the process. And then uh, McIntyre said, if you want a champion versus champion tonight, he's got it. So that happened. Um, which uh, I was hyped for this because you know, like like uh, McIntyre said, they had a championship. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. They had a, a champion NXT championship match at NXT um oh, a few years ago, which Andrade defeated him. So uh, that was exciting. Um. So I was just excited for this match because I knew it was going to be a hell of a match. Yeah, I'm done. Well, he's done eating. Hi. Um, you know, we also had Oscar versus Ruby Riot and a women's money in the bank qualifying match. Um, it was it was a strong opening match. He was like, these are probably the two best pure wrestlers right now on Raw. Um, and Oscar lately has been getting like a push. She's um she's been doing great from commentary to to uh, wrestling, even though she lost, her and uh, Caddy Singh lost the uh, tag team titles at WrestleMania. They really haven't fell off that much, so that is that is good. What's up, MJ? Why are you looking at me all angry? Um, but Riot, you know, we haven't seen much of Riot since she debuted on the main roster, and uh, to have this strong match with Oscar was pretty good. Um. And Oscar won, which was great. I feel like Oscar needed to win 
There you go. <laughs> MJ's been slobbering a lot, guys. His teeth are coming in, and he's like just slobbered all over my hand. Um, MVP announced that next week on Raw, there will be three Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Uh, those matches will obviously be Rey Mysterio versus Murphy, Alistair Black versus Austin Theory, and Apollo Crews versus MVP. I say uh, MVP defeats Apollo Crews. Um, I believe Alistair Black will defeat Austin Theory. And uh, Murphy will defeat Rey Mysterio. I, <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> I believe that's how it will happen. MJ's just dropping everything right now. He's angry. So those should be some good matches. I don't know about the Apollo Crews and MVP match, but all those other matches should be pretty good. Um, then we got Alistair Black versus Oni Lorcan. Um, well, <clears throat> this was it was a pretty good, pretty lengthy match. It was pretty good. Um, you know, there was heavy strikes, and then Black finally hit his black mask for the pin. And obviously, Black defeated Lorcan via pinfall. I like how WWE is pushing Lor, uh, not Lorcan, uh, Alistair Black. I feel like. Ooh, Alistair Black for Money in the Bank. Ooh, good job for the Royal Rumble, um, maybe Survivor Series. Um, he's gonna have he's gonna have a a bit a bit a big night for those nights, um, like those SummerSlam, those big pay per views. He will have big nights. I've been thinking, like, you okay, puppy? I've been thinking too. Like, what if we get like a um, an Alistair Black versus Andrade at SummerSlam for the United States Championship? That'd be a hell of a match. I'd like to see that one. Um, that'd be great. Uh, then Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch cut an in-ring promo. She addressed beating Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. Um. But uh, Ronda, uh, not Ronda, sorry. Becky Lynch also said that she dares the winner of the Money in the Bank to cash it in on her and to take the title away from her. Um, and I believe that's who it would be, unless, like, somebody from SmackDown wins. Like, let's say if Sasha Banks ends up qualifying somehow some way for that, uh, for the title, I mean, for the Money in the Bank, <laughs> for the money in the bank and then I feel like maybe Sasha cashes it in on um Bailey maybe but we will we'll see Shayna Baszler versus Sarah Logan in a women's money in the bank qualifying match um obviously Shayna Shayna won um she destroyed she destroyed she destroys Sarah Logan, people. They did ask her about Ronda Rousey's comments about calling pro wrestling fake fighting, and uh, she provided no answer, um, which is, I think that's something that, you know, Basler does. Basler really doesn't talk much. She goes, gets what she needs to get done, and all right, time to go home. So, um, Austin, Austin Theory versus Akira Tozawa. Um, 
<clears throat> since there was, you know, um, the money in the bank qualifier next week, I guess uh, they want to get some reps in for Austin Theory. Uh, which it was a pre- it was a pretty good match. Um, Theory did pick up the win via TKO on his new his move, which they've named uh, the ATL Austin Theory launch. He threw up a little bit. Where? I, I, oh, okay. Uh, and after the match, Andrade and Garza hit the ring to put a little more of a beat down on Tuaza. That's right, MJ. Um, and then Ray, Ray Mysterio was interviewed backstage about money in the bank. Uh, Ray Mysterio said he was looking uh, back through his career, and he said 2010 stands out because that's when he won his second championship when Kane cashed in just two months later to win the title. Mysterio said he understands better than anyone how dangerous that contract can be, and this year he will be Mr. Money in the bank. Woo! Oh, oh boy, oh boy, that's the wife, guys. That's the wife. Um, then uh, Seth Rollins cut a three-sentence promo backstage. He said, "Everyone needs something to have faith in." Rollins said, I want you to know that I am still here for you. Your Messiah has truly risen. Yes. Oh, boy. That's right, y'all. The Messiah, Seth Rollins. Monday Night Rollins, the Messiah. That's who he is. He is the man. Seth Rollins is probably, I got to say, top two right now. On Raw, and probably in WWE, the char- this character, how he's developed, how he's been able to create this new character of the Messiah, a God. He's just taken out everybody. He's been a- even the loss to Kevin Owens at WrestleMania has not made him look weak. Seth Rollins is just. He can just reinvent himself, destroy himself, no matter what. Seth Rollins. Is always gold, y'all. Um, Angel Garza versus Tehodi Miles. Um, I'll tell you what, Angel Garza, he's a hell of a talent as well. I like his cockiness. You know, he he doesn't give a damn what you think about him or what you have to say. He will break your jaw and just uh, deal with it. But he hit the wing clipper for the squash win. And after the victory, as Alina Vega's boys joined their, joined their stablemate to lay a beat down on the loser. So uh, that that was well. And you know what? I like this this stable they got going on with Garza, uh, Andrade. Uh, what's up, MJ and Austin Theory? I feel like this this is gonna be a a stable that's gonna be very dangerous. Uh, I could see them eventually booting out um, Austin Theory, but we'll see. Kari Sane and Oscar were interviewed backstage. Oscar said Riot was not ready for her earlier in the night. Sane was asked about her upcoming match with Nia Jax. She answered in Japanese and left. So maybe she was trash talking Nia Jax, but. We all know Nia Jax was not going to lose to Kari Sane. 
A fired up Drew McIntyre was interviewed backstage. Um, he said he's he like he was uh discussing being injured by Andrade in NXT, saying he does not forgive and he does not forget while admitting how close Andrade was from taking everything he's worked so hard for. Nia Jax versus Kari Sane in a women's money in the bank qualifying match. Um, Nia Jax, she was dominant again in the ring. Um, and she got the win. She got the win quickly to, uh, to advance to the money in the bank. Um, I think this was a good way too. just like, yeah, you got to have Nia Jax look strong. That's who she is. Nia Jax is one of the strongest women's on this roster. And, you, and she's a Samoan badass. So you gotta you gotta have her dominate through this quickly. You can't just have a little little thing like Kyrie saying just basically almost get the win over her, especially since Nia Jack recently returned. Um, Charlotte Flair cut an in-ring promo giving history lessons. Um, yeah, Flair Flair was really really just you know talking about uh. How uh how current history will start well, with the Royal Rumble and ch- her choosing what title she would challenge for, and, you know, just saying how she had already dealt with Becky and Bailey and she wanted a new challenge. Um, and now that she's gonna teach a lesson to Io Shiari, and the the lesson lesson one is everyone bows to the queen. That should be an interesting match uh, and see how the, the outcome of that goes and to see when it takes place. Bobby Lashley versus No Way Jose. Lashley defeated No Way Jose via pinfall. Um, this was fast. Uh, it was just, I guess, a match <laughs> to like pass time by, I guess. Um Seth Rollins again cut a pre a brief promo backstage saying to all the non-believers, you have left me no alternative. Tonight I stomp out all doubt. So that was the Messiah again giving a message to his people. That's right, MJ. <laughs> The Viking Raiders versus Cedric Alexander and Ricochet. Viking Raiders defeated Alexander and Ricochet via pinfall. Um, they were matching black and yellow ring gear, uh, but the Viking Raiders were just too much. I mean, I definitely feel like maybe Alexander Ricochet should have never lost because they just became a tag team. But at the same time, the Viking Raiders, uh, you know, they're a strong tag team, and they might be looking to get a push. So, the Street Profits introduced Bianca Belair during a backstage interview. This was uh, this moment was like officially Belair's welcome to the Raw roster. Um, they said uh, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford said they have respect for both. The Viking Raiders and all Vikings. Um, so, and Belair told the boys to stop playing games and get that smoke because they 
had they have not had success against the Raiders in the past. So uh, it's maybe looking like Street Profits versus uh, the Viking Raiders. Maybe soon, maybe at Money in the Bank, or maybe for this Raw coming up. We'll see. And then we had for the main event, Drew McIntyre versus Andrade in a non-title match. Champion versus champion. Andrade was accompanied to the ring by Vega, Garza, and Theory. Um, this was just a tremendous match, yo. It was a tremendous match. It was it was huge. I feel like if fans were to see this match, if there was a live audience, oh my goodness, the fans would have loved this so much. It would have went crazy. Um, and uh, McIntyre hit. He avoided the hammerlock DDT and hit a Claymore kick to score the win and retain his championship. McIntyre defeated Andrade via pinfall. But Seth Rollins ran in after the win, attacking McIntyre. Um, so it's looking like the Monday Night Messiah might be going after the new, the recently new champion, Seth freaking Rollins. And you know what? There's no better way to officially Drew McIntyre has won, has beaten Brock Lesnar. He's beaten the Big Show, and now Drew McIntyre gets the Monday Night Messiah, Seth freaking Rollins. That is right, and this is what's best for business. This is the match that we all need to see. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Um, I I like it. I, to be honest, I like it. This this definitely needs to happen. Uh, I mean, you know, why not? Um, that's how I feel about things. My wife's back, but uh, yeah, this definitely. Let me just say this: when I re- when I tell you guys the rumored card that is for Money in the Bank, you guys are not gonna want to miss Money in the Make Money in the Bank May tenth. I can promise you guys that. What's going on with you? Huh? Oh, really? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You don't talk to me like that. No, no, no. You don't gotta talk to me like that. What's wrong with you? But yeah, guys, that was Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw was, I, I believe it was great. And I, the match, the main event match just made it like so much greater. And then not only did it make it greater, but having Seth Rollins basically say, I'm coming after what is really mine. And there's nothing you or anyone can do a damn thing about. So... That that was that was definitely interesting, uh, and I can't wait to see what happens. Um, <clears throat> but let's move on to NXT. Let's move on to NXT, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have Finn Balor. Are you really? 
we have Finn Balor versus Fabian Aichner. Um Balor defeated Aichner by pinfall. Um, Aichner did try to push uh, Finn Balor past his limit, but the Prince was not going to go down. Um, a quarter drop kick set up the coup de grace into the 1916 for the win. Um, it was a pretty good match. Um, I'm starting to enjoy... There's not much energy because, you know, of the crowdless shows, um, but... But, but um, both men are talented. They're athletic, um, and they just were able to put on this this great match. So, even though there's no crowds, um, we still can enjoy wrestling. People, what what? All right, I understand there's no energy, but when you're home, when you're watching it at home, there ain't no crowds next to you. You you. You're not live watching this, all right? The people that can go live and watch this, I understand. But the people that can't, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Charlotte Flair promises to dominate the NXT generation. You hear this? Uh, Charlotte Flair cut a pre-tape promo on dominating three generations. She talked about defeating... Trish Stratus, Natalia, and Nikki, Be- Nikki Bella, as well as the present stars such as Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. She turns to the future. She was ready for Rhea Ripley again, as well as her next challenger, Io Shiari. The queen even put over Mia Yim as one. She was ready to fight one on one. He was laughing the whole time. Oh, really? What happened, MJ? Yeah, he is. <laughs> so it was it was um, a solid promo from from the Queen Charlotte Flair, the the new NXT Women's Champion. Um, she is a heel in this story, and I like it. That's what she needs to be. That's what she needs to do. Um, I feel like this is uh, what Charlotte needs. She just definitely does not need to be a good guy. Um, she needs to be a bad guy. Uh, what happened, baby? Um, but so you know, that's um, that's what needs to happen. I think Charlotte works best as a heel, just like her father. Uh, and this was this was much needed. This promo, Zia Lee versus Aaliyah. Um, <clears throat> sorry. So we had this. Uh, Aaliyah does not have much to her as a performer, so it was smart to get this one done with uh, quickly. Lee got her revenge and can move on. This would be the best because these two cannot have a good match together. So there's not much to say about this. And we will have an interim CW tournament. Isaiah Swerve. Scott versus Akira Tozawa. Tozawa defeated Scott by fin- by pinfall. As we all know, uh, since um, Jordan Devlin will not be able to defend his championship because he's overseas, uh, the 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 championship, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, has become vacant, and uh, we will be having. 
a uh, a tournament to see who becomes the new NXT cruiserweight champion. Taking Knox versus Raquel Gonzalez, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Knox defeated Gonzalez by pinfall. Um, then we had Keith Lee explains the sacrifices he made to become a star. You alright, MJ? What's going on? Um, in a pre-taped interview, Keith Lee explained why he had to steal his own car to head to a wrestling show. Despite his own father's reservation, NXT North American champion fell in love with wrestling, and it all it has led to this moment where he is the biggest star in NXT. Um, this was a great promo, you know, explaining his story, explaining how he became uh, a wrestling star and the journey he had to take to it uh, with it, um, and struggles with his family not understanding this, and you know where he's at now. I think this is great. We definitely need more of this in WWE, just like to hear more stories. Dexter Loomis versus Tahuti Miles. Um, Loomis defeated Miles by submission. MJ. And the Finn Balor, the prince, interrupts Velveteen Dream. Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream are going at it once again. The Vel Velveteen Dream <laughs> called Adam Cole the greatest NXT champion of all time before promising to get what was his. Um, Finn Balor took offense to Dream's words. He challenged the likely number one contender to a match and dream happily accepted for next week. All right. So, um, so could this most likely the winner of this will become the number one contender for Adam Cole's championship. And I'm going to say it's definitely going to be uh Bubba's team dream. Um, the NXT champ, NXT Tag Team Champions, Matt Riddle and T Timothy Thatcher versus the Undisputed Era. Pete then announced in an interview that Timothy Thatcher would be replacing him as Matt Riddle's tag team partner for the night. Thatcher was not sure how to handle the news. <clears throat> and Jay. Sorry, guys. But yes, people. Um, Ritter and Thatcher defeated Strong and Fish by submission. Um, it was definitely a weird way to debut Thatcher, but what other way are you going to have the, the debut? There's no live audience. You can't really do it any other way. You're just going to um, just debut them, and de debut them, and that's it. There's not much you can do. Um, so, yeah. Um, then Karrion Cross attacks Tommaso Ciampa backstage, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Killer Cross has 
officially made his way to NXT. Tommaso ended the show in a backstage interview stating he was done with Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. He agreed that the match, despite the cheap finish, was the last of the rivalry, and he accepted that the Rebel Heart was the better man. Karrion Cross attacked Ciampa and laid him out. This was short and sweet. Ciampa had his hopefully final words on Gargano. Now both men can move on. Um, I can't wait to see Cross versus Ciampa, though. Um, even though, you know, Gargano's moving on. I don't know if he's going to the main roster, which I doubt. Um, but I don't know who he, who he would feud with. Maybe he could do a Keith, maybe he could feud with Keith Lee. Um, but there's an, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know who, who he would want to feud with. Um, no, you can't do a Finn Balor again, because that'd be kind of like odd. How would you, um, bring that up? Because you just. You just had, like, uh, they had a match, what, a month or two ago. Then they went to the Johnny Gargano thing and the Tommaso Ciampa. Now you're going to go back to that? I don't know. I don't think so. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with Johnny Gargano. Um, we had a uh, – so NXT obviously was good. It was pretty good as well. Um and let's talk about SmackDown. WWE SmackDown. Um, the women's tag champs, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, opened the show hosting Braun Strowman on a moment of bliss. Um, it was immediately confirmed in the segment that Strowman will defend the Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt at Money in the Bank. Strowman did say he knows Wyatt better than anybody but his time in the Wyatt family is something he's trying to forget. I know Bray Wyatt, Strowman says. I know he thinks, and I know I know how he thinks. I know how he works. He's a manipulator. I'm not playing those games. A president then appeared in the ring with Strowman in an unconvincing bit of acting, assumed was a gift from Bliss, calling back to Team Little Big. Instead, the president was a black sheep's mask a different callback again to Strowman's time in the Wyatt family. The stiff, poorly executed segment ended with Wyatt's echoing laughter. And this is like the whole thing now, guys. It's like Strowman, sadly, he he's not good in these segments. He can be. It's, I mean, it's going to take a little something for him to be as good, but... I feel like Strom is just like, keep him off as the mic as much as you can and have him just fight. That's who Strowman is. Um, Tamina, Tamina defeated Sasha Banks via pinfall. Um, she, uh, Tamina did have help by uh, Lacey Evans. She took out uh, Bailey at ringside to even the odds. And then uh, Tamina hit the super kick, scoring the win to earn a future shot at Bayley SmackDown Women's Championship. Even though Tamina might not win the championship at Money in the Bank, it was good just to see her, like, that we all know 
Now she's going to get a championship match. So that was good. Um, Sheamus defeated Denzel Dendorte via pinfall after a broke quick broke kick. Um, it was it was announced that this year's Money in the Bank ladder matches are climb the corporate ladder matches with the bouts taking place at WWE corporate headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. The matches will start on the ground floor with the coveted, coveted briefcases being placed on the rooftop. Um, this is exciting. I have seen a rumor earlier that uh, yesterday that they were going to do something like this. And there you go. It got confirmed. So it's exciting. And I actually can't wait for it. Dana Brooke defeated Naomi via pinfall. Um, and Dana Brooke qualified for the money in the bank. Um, Sonya Deville came to the ring to beg Mandy Rose to talk to her, which it broke out in a brawl, which it was pretty good. You know, the promos were good. And then um, you had Deville uh, just attack Rose. And then Otis came out, Otis attacked Ziggler. And um, then Deville attacked Otis and Rose attacked Deville. So it was... So it's looking like it's not over between these couples. Um, a video package aired honoring legendary announcer Howard Finkel, who died this week at the age of 49. I mean, 69. Oh, 49. Whoa. That was 20 years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan defeated Cesaro via, via submission to qualify for the Money in the Bank match. Um, wasn't too happy about this one because I would have rather had, like I was telling you guys last week, I really would like Cesaro to have the opportunity to be in the Money in the Bank. Um, but that did not happen. And, um, I mean, hopefully he gets an opportunity to become one more opportunity to be in the Money in the Bank match. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. King Corbin attacked Elias. So it looks like the rivalry between these two is not over yet. Um, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I guess this will be a match that will be added at Money in the Bank. Um, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships were on the line. Big E versus Jey Uso versus The Miz. Um, this was the main event. Uh after hitting Miz with the big ending, Big E cleared off the announce table earlier in the match, but ended up getting put through it by an Uso and Miz double team for his troubles. Uso picked, kicked out of a skull-crushing finale for the first convincing near fall of the match, but was quickly placed in a figure four by Miz. Big E picked Miz up from the hold and hit the big ending to score the win and captured the championships. Um, this is this is so great for the New Day. Now the New Day are eight-time tag team champions, one title reign away from catching up to the WWE record held by the Dudley Boys. Um, this was actually surprising. I actually thought that uh that maybe the title would have changed that uh at Money in the Bank, but um this thing this isn't bad. 
you know, I'm happy for the new day. They're eight-time tag team champs now. And um, it was a hell of a match. Absolutely a tremendous match. Anytime, if you have the Usos and the New Day in a ring, and this was just just one, it was a triple threat, but one person, um, it's going to be great. It really is. So I I enjoyed it. And I'm most likely at Money in the Bank, it'll be a triple threat match. Well, all, all, all team members, so which that match is going to be just absolutely terrific. Um, we have, uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about uh, Money in the Bank, the rumors going on right now. Um, yeah, because you know, things have been crazy. Sorry, in the WWE world. All the news going out right now. Um, who is the mysterious hacker on SmackDown? I would have to say, I have to be probably Mustafa Ali. Haven't seen him in a while, and or it could be um, CM Punk. Could be CM Punk. Um, WWE has some more cinematic matches for um, the Money in the Bank. Um, that's gonna be great. Yes. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, it's going to be great. But, um, this more news, uh, this year's Money at the Bank pay-per-view will be a little bit different for the two Money at the Bank matches. The match will begin on the ground level of WWE headquarters and the briefcase will be all the way on the roof, hanging up for the wrestlers to grab. And I think that's the perfect way to do it. I think that's the perfect way to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, um, there has been a word that Vistic man has not been too happy about all the recent releases says the man is uh, just sad. He's just sad. It's it's definitely not a good time right now, like I was saying, in WWE. But, you know, this is stuff that some, some of these things just have to just have to happen. Um, I mean, I understand why that, why, but sometimes you wish like that it it wasn't happening, that it would not be happening. Um, let me see. Looking for the releases. All right, so, and we all want to say thank you to um, to all those that have gotten released. Say thank you, uh, you guys. You guys definitely um, mean a lot to us. Uh, you guys did so much in WWE and. 
Hopefully, you guys find something in the future. You guys um, do great things. Do great things and are able to get paid because it's it's not not a good not a good day right now. Not a good day. Not a good week for WWE uh, wrestlers. Um, but I have the list of who has been released. So let's get into that. Uh, Um, the full list of wrestlers that have been released. Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Aiden English, Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Kurt Angle, Sarah Logan, Mike Chioda, Primo in Epico Colon, Rowan, Mike Canales, Maria Canales, Zack Ryder, No Way Jose, Rusev, Diana Perrazzo and Alexander Jackson. That's only like the the wrestlers. Now the the ones that work on NXT, they um the ones that are NXT, they have a thirty day no wrestle. They can't wrestle for any other company clause. But the ones for WWE in the main roster, they have a ninety day. They can't work for any one clause, so um, like no competing clause. So, so hopefully around thirty to ninety days, we can be back to normal, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, let's see. MJ, MJ, MJ's kind of fighting right now. He's beating me up with his toy. Oh, good. He's doing me a favor. Oh, man. So that was like, that was referees, uh, wrestlers. Um, I know it was like so much like, yeah, like Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was like one of them. Um, trying to get, like, the full information, because I want to get, like, you know, the producers and everything. All right, here we go. The wrestlers are, I'm going to say it again, Rusev, Kurt Angle, Rusev, Kurt Angle, and, like, I'm not surprised that he lost, well, that he got released. Zack Ryder. Uh, Rowan. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Sarah Logan, EC3. <clears throat> Drake Maverick. Kurt Hawkins. Mike and Maria Canellis. Heath Slater, Noe Jose, Eric Young, Leo Rush, Primo and Epico Colon, Diana Perrazzo, Dan, Dan Matha, MJ Jenkins, Alessa Marino, Alexander Jack, Jackson, Fit Finley, 
uh, Hurricane, Billy Kidman, Mike uh, Rotunda. Uh, those are the fathers of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Um, Pat Buck, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Lance Storm. Coaches were Serena Deeb, Kendall Cashin, Chris Guy. Announcers, Ada English, Aiden English and Jerry Soto. Referees, Mike Chioda, Creative and Andrea Listenberger. Other on-air talent, John Costo and jo Josiah Williams. So that's all the people that have gotten released so far. Rumors are there might be, if this keeps on going, they may have to re release some more. Well, let's uh, talk about the rumor WWE Money in the Bank 2020, uh, March, t um, March, well, May 10th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, with uh, kickoff starting at 6. Um, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Five to be decided. Uh, women's Money in the Bank ladder match, Oscar versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooks versus Two to be decided. Universal Championship will be on the line. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, predictions that we have for, like, people, the other matches will be Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. SmackDown Women's Championship will be on the line. Bailey versus Tamina. Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn versus Drew Gulak. And the Raw Tag Team Championships, uh, the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. That's uh, the ones that we think will happen so far. But uh, I follow this page on Instagram, and this is what they had to say about supposedly the rumored, um, like what's suspected to be on the um, Money in the Bank card, Braun Strowman versus the Fiend, the Fiend. Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins, Bliss Cross, Applesauce versus uh, Carmella and Dana Brooke. That obviously hasn't changed because Dana Brooke's in the Money in the Bank match. Um, Street Profits versus Viking Raiders, Miz and Morrison versus New Day versus Usos, um, and Bailey versus Tamina and the and the two Money in the Bank ladder matches. All right. Well, people, this is it. This is where I end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne Podcast. I enjoy you guys so much. I love you guys so much. But now it's time for me to spend some time with my wife and my son on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Um, I will see you guys next week. Um, before I go, though, who went down would have to be MJ. I'm just joking. Who went down for dumbass of the week would have to be Ronda Rousey. There you go. Ronda, you just went down this week. And why is that? Because you insulted us fans. You insulted the wrestlers that put their lives on the line for us. That right now, during this coronavirus, they are working their asses off to give us content, even if they don't want to. But Ronda, don't worry. When you come... Back to WWE, I'll make sure Nia Jax body slams you through two tables. Damn. 
And who went up this week? Who went up would have to be Big E? New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. Because they're the new and new WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Eight time, eight time, eight time, eight time, eight time, eight time, eight time. The new day. That's right, MJ. That's right. But the new day don't know. In about 20 years, we are coming for those titles and we are going to whoop their candy ass. That's right. But ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy, the Mark Cologne, and this is my podcast, the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy and have a great weekend.